tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock. Yeah. You can move a mountain, you can break rocks. You can be a master, don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you go find yourself. That's right. You're live on Joy 99.7 FM. Good evening and welcome to Personality Profile this lovely Thursday evening. You know, I look forward to these wonderful conversations. And this evening, I have one exhilarating one for you. So sit back, relax, uh, probably get a drink or something and turn up the volume a little bit because this is a guest you'd want to listen to and tell your friends and family about it. We're on our Facebook page as well. You can actually check out the video and join in our conversation this evening on personality profile listen my guest tonight is very wonderful it's really an honor to have her in the studio i had to actually go high heavens and hell <laughs> to get her here but thank god she's been gracious enough to actually uh honor our invitation into the studio she's uh an amazing woman her story is one of determination perseverance and resourcefulness she's had a stellar broadcasting career that spanned decades and broke grounds for many other women to chart well the first Ghanaian woman to become a disc jockey how does that sound well one of the finest news readers as well to ever belt out through the microphones of the ghana broadcasting corporation she started off her career at gbc as an account clerk and worked her way up to become a news editor she hosted different kinds of shows on air from entertainment to current affairs and news and a lot more she's an entrepreneur she's sat on many boards as well she's a great seamstress and a baker <laughs> i love that part actually the veteran Madame Lucy Banini. We affectionately call her Mama Lou. And she's here today. Hello, Mama Lou. <laughs> Hello, Alexis. How are you? I'm fine. I'm happy to meet you. Because um, I listen to you a lot. Oh, do you? Yes. I'm excited to meet you too. I'm really honored, to be honest. And um, I'm happy that you, you actually made it here. How have you been? I've been okay. Yeah. I'm enjoying my retirement. Now you're enjoying your retirement. I was actually going to ask you what keeps you busy, but it looks like maybe the baking will help, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what what keeps you busy now? I love building apartments. You love building apartments? Wow. <laughs> That's a whole business, not just a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> you may call it so. Wow. Yes. Then you, you've not retired, Mama Lou. 
No, I, I really uh, <laughs> haven't retired. You're still it, working. It, it's a new dimension in life, you know. After retirement, by his grace, if you are healthy, mm-hmm. um, I would say that you are stronger than before. Yeah. Because now you take your own decisions. Right. And you don't say yes or no more. Yeah. Yes. That's it's true. a big challenge, but it's very fulfilling. So, why apartments? Why are you building apartments? What? Uh, why that particular? Actually, I love to see people around me. Okay. I love to see people because that's how we were brought up. Okay. Okay. I have twenty-four siblings. Twenty-four. <laughs> wow. So I can be alone. Yeah. In a place as long as there is a piece of space. Yeah. I like to occupy it. And I, I don't mind about strangers. Wow, that's interesting. Yes. How did you how did you make it out there? Twenty four siblings. Yes. How was it like? I'm number oh, seven. You're number seven. Oh. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March thirty first to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Yeah. How was it like growing up with with 24 other, you know? Well, they didn't all come at a time, you know. Yeah. Uh, they came at different times. Some are much older than me, so mm. I see them as uh, mother figures or father figures. Yeah. And, uh, we, we grew up, I mean, if you attend a boarding school, you don't mind having a lot around you. That's true. Yes. So that's just how it was. And uh, apart from my sibling being that much, we had a lot of cousins mm-hmm. who loved to be with us. So our house was a big village. How, how village. did your father handle that number? Was he able to, you know, have eyes on everybody? Now, ask me whether I, <laughs> my mother had 24 children. Hmm. 
No, I'm sure she yes. didn't. So there was a lot of help around. Yeah. Yeah. But you think your father was able to take care of everybody? Yeah, we all went to school. We all went to college, some to the universities, and we were great. He was very well to do. Not very well to do, but I think um, he was lucky to have good women. Okay. As wives. How many of them? Just two. Just two? And then a few around. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Okay. Mm. Wow. I mean, that's quite an interesting upbringing that you had there. Mm. But I think that maybe what it does is that it gives you a bigger network. You have a whole, you know, strong sibling network yes. that you're able to fall mm. on and rely on yes. in, in, in hard times. Yes. Is, is that is that the advantage of having a lot of siblings? Oh, yes. On Sunday, I hosted quite a lot. Yeah. They all visit. And even this morning, oh, okay. I've hosted. Wow. And I'm happy to be the mama. Yeah. <laughs> mama Lou. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll get into your journey into broadcasting, but you actually miss it. Do you miss broadcasting? Well, uh, I still do broadcasting, you know. Uh, yeah, I teach broadcasting You a teach lot. broadcasting? Yes. I go. I haven't come to your station, but I'll be listening. If I see a flaw, you I'll come write in. You. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you don't have to wait to see a, a flaw. I mean, for 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 uh, a mind like yours would want to tap in. So I think yeah. that we need to arrange. So yeah, you come in and yeah. and share a bit with us. Yeah, I see. So you've not exactly left a space. You no, still go around and share a bit not of your knowledge. Yes. Was it a, a career that you wanted to get into as a young person? Was it a passion? Well, I didn't know about broadcasting when I was even 17 years old. I see. No. All I knew was that I was in a boarding school and I loved getting on stage. I'd take the whole school to that task and sing all the pop songs on the stage on Getting Saturdays. on stage? Oh, entertainment? Yes. Ah. Mm. I went to Maui. Maui school. Mm. Okay, okay. I was also the entertainment prefect. You were the entertainment prefect mm. as well. I see. So you'd mm. perform on stage. What what songs did you perform? Would you sing or dance? Oh, <laughs> I sing. Ah. Mm. I sing all the, uh, those days, Ellen Shapiro, Doris Day, yeah. you know, Ella Fitzgerald and Wow. Sometimes I sing Nat King Cole. Uh, do you? I do sing Harry wow. Belafonte. <laughs> Harry Belafonte. Oh, the banana song. God damn. And when I reach Jamaica, I made a stop. But I'm sad to sail on, on my way. way. Won't be back. For many, many a days, my heart is done, my head is turning around, I have to little girl in Kingston Town. Oh, beautiful. I love the beach, you know. <laughs> the Jamaican farewell. Yeah, I oh. love the beach, but I sing a lot of others too. I see. Mm. So from entertainment, you felt uh, that you had a place in, in the media or what? Uh, tell I me. I told you, I didn't know about media. So then how did you get into it? I was looking for a job. Uh-huh. And my mama had a friend right. who had a friend. Yeah. And I got into GVC. I see. As After what? I had made two babies. After you had made two babies? Yes. How old were you then? 22. 22? When did you have your first? 19. 19? Let me guess, you were in school? 
Now I've come out. You had come out. You were a little adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how it happened, but no regrets. You know how it happened, Mama I didn't, Lou. I didn't know. No. Mama Lou, you do know how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> how did it? <laughs> no, you do know. Don't uh, ask me, Mama Lou. Uh, maybe wow. I was just hijacked, you don't know. Okay. If you say so. I mean, But I'm happy I did. Yeah. Because when I look at them now. Yeah. But at the time, was it a little bit of a burden? No, it wasn't a burden. Parents didn't feel a little mm. bothered Before about it. If I had it. them, I knew how to trade. You knew how to trade? Yes. My mother is a trader. Mm -hmm. And um, she does much of it at home. Okay. And I loved hawking. Okay. Yeah. So I knew how to keep money before. Uh, I came. see. But it's safe to say these were not planned. No. Okay. Mm. And you were not married at the time as well? I was. You were? Shotgun wedding. Ah, <laughs> wow. Okay, so now you have two babies, 22-year-old, you want to start working, mm. and then you're referred to GBC. Mm. And what job did you get there? I got a job as an accounts clerk. Okay, so this had nothing to do with broadcasting at the nothing time? Nothing at all. Then there was uh, this auditioning. You know, GBC has a training school. Right. And I taught the class. You did? Yes. Wow. So I started reading the news. Okay. Okay. Mm. Then I got into this jockeying because whilst I was reading the news, the DJs like Charlie Sam, James Amati, yeah. Um, yeah, a few of them, Mike and so, will yeah. invite me to do the listener's choice. Okay. So I was a news reader. Yeah. So when I got bored with it, I just went on to um, disc jockeying. To disc jockeying? Yes. So that's when you I fell it. in love with it. Yes. And at that time, no lady would dare even go close to this. There was heritage Manson. Okay. But uh, uh, you can do a lot in the studio. Mm. But going out to, you know, show off yeah. was my thing. Like at events, you know, you get booked to play yeah. at events and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I see. Because, yeah. I mean, I was, uh, w when I read a bit about you and I noticed you were a newscaster, mm -hmm. a news reader, and, yes. and then a DJ as well. Yes. I was wondering how you actually... And a radio and television you presenter. Know? Yeah. I presented a lot of uh, programs on television. Yeah. Political programs, entertainment programs, women's programs. Mm. You name it. And I've hosted a few. Yeah. I see. Mm. How did people react to this female, this jockey who was out and about showing off? <laughs> I think they were happy. Mm. I had the pension, you know. Yeah. They were happy. There, there, there were times when people would advertise for an event, you know, and they would say the MC is Mama Lou, yeah. but I'm nowhere near the program. <laughs> Wow. And so I sued about two people. You sued them? Yes, because they thought it would pull the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Wow. I did. Interesting. Mm. Now let's talk about newscasting, news yes. reading as well. You rose through the mm -hmm. ranks, you know, started reading news. Mm -hmm. um, and and there was the, the training at GBC at the time was quite very strict. Oh, yes. I mean, it, it was very top-notch, like yes. international standards yes. and whatnot. Take us through a bit of that. Uh, well, we had this training school whilst the white guys were still around GBC. Mm. So we were taken through the rudiments of broadcasting. Mm. And then uh, if you have the talent, 
then you can work around what you have been taught as the basis of broadcasting right and and and, and come out you know as what you really want to be so that's what happened and uh, we had a lot of tutors coming from all over the place we had people from the university of ghana the mm. um what do you call it communication studies and they came and sometimes we also went to the universities and yeah to see so we were full-fledged broadcasters and especially um they they thought us the finesse of the language the english language okay so your pronunciations must be top-notch mm -hmm. and uh, you must have that style mm. to read the news because news reading or reading can be done by everybody but you have to get the style to read news some of us were dropped and those days we were called voices hmm. you must have the right voice to do the news okay yeah what what was the right voice the right voice was how to have your ebb and flow not to read like you're in a classroom Mm -hmm. your urban flow, your pronunciations. And in news reading, there are a lot of uh, stops that uh, if you're just reading, uh, you wouldn't know. There are double full stops, there are single full stops, there are commas, there are semicolons. And if you understand the language, you know where to put them. Okay. Okay. Wow. Mm. Do, you, do you still see that standard of news reading now? Uh, I wouldn't sit here and criticize because uh, broadcasting now has become so robust that uh, many people are involved. So you can compare and contrast and uh, you find the good ones. And then uh, <laughs> if you keep sifting, yeah. you know what to take out. Uh, you know, I'm asking because people say that maybe the standards probably might have been dropped or it has. things you think the standards have dropped? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, most uh, news readers are very good. Most of them. I don't want to mention stations. The last time I was at a station, I I, I, I just told them that uh, you are good enough <laughs> to pass. You know, you are good enough to pass. But just that uh, you must have your own unique style. Mm. And that's when people are even far from the radio or television they will know it is you yeah they will know it is you okay. because of the way you read yeah but i see a few people who are lacking full stops and those comments mm. and double full stops uh, you read a story and when the story has ended <laughs> you must know that it has ended that's why you have the double full stop right you don't rush another sentence into that story. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, it doesn't make it very wholesome. Okay. But I, this is not the classroom, is it? Well, actually, my <laughs> team in the newsroom were taking notes. So <laughs> I'd have it, looked it for might, you to... Invite me. The last time yeah. I was... I don't want to mention names. Uh, yeah. I was on one of the stations. They mm. had a man from the BBC. Okay. And um, he came to me and... Uh, 
I agreed to do two weeks with them. That's beautiful. And, I know. I know. Back in the day, GBC were uh, were just pegging around the BBC standards. Yes. Right. It was yes. BBC standard or nothing. Well, yes. Mm. That's why some of us were dropped, especially on television news. Mm. You don't display clothes. <laughs> mm. You display the ability to read. Right. Yes. To to contact. I mean, for people to accept what you're reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, uh, somebody wrote something about me. I was shocked. Yeah, it was um, one of the um, high-class journalists. I don't want to mention his name. Okay. He described all of us how we read. Okay. And uh, I'll give mine to you what he said. I haven't understood it, so you'll explain to me. Oh, I see. Do you, do you have it written <laughs> yes. down somewhere? Uh, I've been asking uh, people to make me understand it. Okay, let me see that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's Lucy Bernini. Yes. Lucy Bernini was gifted. The news looked as though they were brewed in her bookal cavity. <laughs> the items billowed with grace and grandeur as to reveal the gem that she was. My goodness. <laughs> and then when you read the others, yeah. you describe them nicely. Yeah. So that they had good voice, you know, their <laughs> pronunciations are good. Yeah. And, they, and they didn't say anything about me. What do you make I, of that? I, come on, Mama Lou. This is... What else do you want to hear? I said I have a sweet voice. Oh, look, he, he or she said the news looked as though they were brewed in your book of cavity. It's like... <laughs> now, I'll take this opportunity to de- de- uh, explain that one. Uh-huh. The news was read as if it was brewed in your buccal cavity. Yeah. The last time I had um, an invitation um, or an interview on one of the stations, I was posed the question, how do you do it? Yeah. You know, because... When you, when you read, it's like I get goose pimples. Mm. And 99% of people tell me that. And I even goofed. I said, oh, me too, I get goose pimples. <laughs> I didn't even understand myself. But I know that one. Yeah. So he asked me how. And I said to him that when I have a bulletin, I quickly transport myself onto the scene. Okay. So it's like I'm seeing it happen. So I have this rise and fall and uh, very candid description of the items. Okay. Maybe that's why you think yeah. it's reaching in my... But sometimes when you detach yourself from mm. the bulletin, it, it shows. Right, right. It I shows. Think I, I, I you must live the bulletin. Mm. Must live as if you were there. Yeah, that is why sometimes when you hear reporters read, they are more, they are clearer than the newsreader. Okay, okay, because they are everything comes in the out. Action. Yes, right. Where the action is. Yeah. So that's what the newsreader needs to employ. As yes. Well. Oh, that's that makes to a lot of sense. To get onto the field, yeah. you see the um, the. I would not say the art of imagination, but imagination is a great asset. Mm. That if if you use it, uh, you do well. You do well. Mm. So the, the 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 strictness at GBC at the time it was even um, even affected dressing. Oh, 
of course, when you're doing television news, uh, those days, oh, 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 I would say, maybe just me, I don't know. It's my top that I, I like to have it look beautiful. Okay. But my concern is the bulletin. Right. No, so actually, that those days that they didn't even have the, I don't know what they call it technically now, the role and you mm. read from the screen. We read the from prompter. the... Yes, yeah, the prompter. Yeah, the we teleprompter. Didn't, we, we didn't have it. Mm. So you have to look into the camera and <laughs> that, that one too was described in a certain way. Yeah. I, I read history, I read Latin, and I read literature. So I love history. So when my history teacher comes and he starts writing on the blackboard, I'll start reading it. Hmm. And much is committed into my memory. So when he has finished and I start writing, I will lift my head again wow. to look at it. You see, yeah. so the prompter was like, "I'll look into your face yeah. and tell you the headlines." Okay, I look into your face and tell you the That's headlines. A, really, where I was going with that question about the strictness at GBC was the fact that I actually learned that you met Jimmy Cliff. <laughs> you met Jimmy Cliff one time, uh, and you couldn't interview him because of his dreadlocks. Oh yes, <laughs> it was so bad that you couldn't enter GBC with dreadlocks. Uh, I, I knew it, so I didn't even promise him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. those were the rules at GBC. Yes, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. Yeah. Wow. But now it's all over the place and it is okay. How do you feel about that? I mean, things are a lot liberal now. Mm. Um, you don't necessarily need a certain dress code. To... It, it, it's, not, it's not just... Uh, the world is growing by itself. Mm -hmm. It's a world that dictates the pace at which we must go. Right. Yeah. Those days, it wasn't acceptable. Now, mm. it is acceptable. Yeah. What we were worried about uh, then was, okay, you read a Rastafarian wrongly. Okay. And uh, <laughs> say a lot of things about the Rastafarian. But now we know. Okay. That there are different types of Rastafarians, okay. and there are people without dreadlocks that are more or worse than what you thought Rastafarian okay. would do. So back then it was more stereotyping yes. them, but now we've gotten to understand what yes. it is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, your very active years. GBC were the late 70s and the early 80s, if I'm right. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And those were the years where politically, the country <laughs> was very, very hot and heated. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, there was mm -hmm. military rule, there were coups mm -hmm. here and there. Did you, did you mm -hmm. experience any of these? Mm -hmm. And how did you handle it, especially because you are mm -hmm. GBC? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, was, was somewhat controlled by the government. Mm -hmm. How was, was the government's mouthpiece? Uh, mouthpiece, right? Yes. How do we handle them? Yeah. Any coup uh, didn't affect us much. Mm. You just have to let go. So you let go. I have not been on duty there and then when they come. But I've seen all the coups. Mm. 
Uh, what really uh, we would say is that uh, it was new to us and we, we didn't know how to handle it. But those who will be on duty at that certain time that the thing happens, nobody touches them. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Nobody touches them. But there, are, there have been bad situations, if I'll tell you a few. No, I'd love to know. Yes. For example, take um, if there is curfew mm -hmm. and you're on duty in the night. You're supposed to read the news or something yes. of the sort. There was a time when I had to drive 80 miles. I live all the way, 80 miles away from Accra. I lived in Tema with my family. Mm -hmm. So that's how it happens. And then one day, after midnight, I got stuck with my sports car between the Sakumano River and the big ocean. Mm. Standing there alone, cool times, just to get home. Wow. Then there were times that I remember a scene with me and Anand Forsen. Tommy uh, uh, for, yes, uh, he was going to drop me because they took my car. They said some politician bought it from me. I said, no, I bought it myself. <laughs> and uh, they wouldn't let me have it immediately. So Tommy was dropping me. And it was curfew time. We saw the uh, Ahmad car. Mm -hmm. What do you call it? A peace corps? Yeah, the peace yeah, corps. With a blue light straight into her face. Hmm. We were so scared, we stopped in the middle of the road. So they got closer. And they asked us, so here we are, we are from work. Hmm. So they escorted us to where he was going to drop me. Wow. And then, uh, yes. But there, there have been scenes. Jewels, for example, we slept in the studio. Oh, oh. Me and Yara Samboa, we spent the time our minister was there. During the attempted coup? Jiwa. Yes. Yeah. Lance Corporal Jiwa. Mm -hmm. That was in 1983. And then the 31st one, I did the television. 31st December? Yes. 1981? Yes. I did the television news with them so close, I was shaking. Mm. With them so close. They were in the studio? Not inside, but they were so close. They were, okay. Right. Mm. They were so close. I wouldn't say in the studio. Yeah. Somebody might take me on. Yes. But they were too close yes. for comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Must have been tough those yes. days. And there were times that those days, I've been listening to the different uh, radio stations, and I think everybody is keeping it right. Mm. For example, if it is 6 o'clock, everybody gives the news. Yeah. In our time, it was so. Yeah. One day I had to travel in my 90. To do the six o'clock news. Are you serious? I'm too late, yes. Because if you didn't read it at six, the whole country would be quiet. Yeah. And then they would think something has happened. We were trained to know that you have to be on time. <laughs> so that was it. The oh. other time, I knocked a crazy man in Teshing. The whole of Teshing was sleeping. And he just fell on my bonnet. I just put him at the police station. <laughs> I ran off because I didn't want to be late. Wow. Yeah, there have been scenes like that. I can that. imagine. You know, and um, 
That was it. If if you're just joining us, this is Personality <laughs> Profile on Joy 99.7 FM. And this evening, I'm spending time with Madame Lucy Banini, mm-hmm. a veteran broadcaster mm-hmm. and uh, first woman disc jockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we affectionately call her Mama Lou. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, she's retired now. Enjoying her apartment's job. <laughs> with my friends in the house. <laughs> yes, with your friends in the house mm. and all. But that's quite an interesting. What were the challenges of being a broadcaster during those times? And of course, a female broadcaster as well. Well, um, I, I didn't have any challenge. I was just following my passion and displaying my talent. Mm. And, and so... Um, most of it maybe would be from your colleagues okay who have not attained the so-called popularity is trying to pull you down okay, uh, that's okay. A, that was a big challenge yeah but you have to sail through and and, and, and at GBC there was a lot of politics in court mm-hmm. is that what you're referring to well there has always been politics everywhere mm. human nature is 90 percent politics mm. even when we are 10 children like we were 24 we all played politics with our parents right yes so i wouldn't dwell much on that one uh, but uh, you can escape all this if you know your job well right. that is what saved me wow mm. at what point did you exit the broadcasting fraternity when I got to 60, but I took five years off. I traveled. After the coups, I was just sort of, I gave up. Even when I took my visa, I had an offer to BBC. I said, I won't do broadcasting again. I won't buy so many clothes into my wardrobe. I was selling clothes every year because of TV programs. And I was scared with these coups. And uh, my, I was given a flood very close to GBC. Hmm. Yeah. So, anytime uh, something happens and there's nobody, I have to go to work. Mm. And you said you were scared. I was, I was scared because uh, what I experienced, especially the 31st December 1, really scared me. Although, the rolling school. Mm, yeah, mm. It scared me a bit. Nobody touched me, though, but yeah, I was scared of it. So, so too much. And, so when I, I, got, I got to England, I, I, I lived in England for years. And okay. I came back on a certain Tuesday. And that same week on Thursday, I was on air. <laughs> what, what brought you back? Uh, I think I missed home. My daughter was going to get married. Okay. And my daddy was growing old. Okay. I then lost my mother. So even when I lost my mother, I was not very happy. So yeah. it added to my desire to get away for some time. Mm. Mm. So you came back and went straight back into broadcasting. Tuesday, Thursday, I was on air. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, at the time you came back, mm. it wasn't military rule. No. It, it was wasn't. now a democratic dispensation. Yeah. Yeah. Things had changed a little bit. Yes. Mm. I see. So I was so happy to come in. I, when I was in England, uh, I did a little job for my country, you know. Used to go to the embassy, what's happening in the prisons, our people in prisons and so on. So one time I was at the embassy and I, I saw the, um, the results of the election. Mm. Uh, the first, very first one. So I said, oh, why didn't people vote? Because I know our population. Yeah. We had gone above, I think we were 
getting to 11 then. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What was I? So I got into thinking about politics. So when I came, and uh, my estate where we were born and bred, mm-hmm. South Lao, we call it uh, Los Angeles, South Lao yeah. Estates. Yeah. And there were all these big guys there. The, you know, it was one of the very first executive estates that were built. Okay. So they were all there. Chrissy Butchies, uh, the Rawlingses, uh, the Ophoris, the Heymans, uh, they were, were all there. Mm. So you decided and to I get did, into politics? I decided to go to the assembly. I'm a social worker okay. and a philanthropist, you know. I just look after people. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went to the assembly and um, I, I I said, no, our roads, uh, I, it was because of the roads I went. Okay. So I saw to you that we had our roads. You did? Oh, yes. We did all our roads. Uh I knocked doors and the doors opened. Hmm. Mm. Because of your influence in broadcasting, maybe? Maybe. I had a lot of uh, fans mm-hmm. and people were even happy to see me in their office. Okay. So they all helped. And the yeah. roads were done after 50 years. Now. So when I met His Excellency Mr. Rawlings, I said, you didn't do our roads, but now it's done. So we are inviting you to come and say hello to us. <laughs> he came and he inaugurated our watchdog committee. Wow. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But was the plan to actually rise higher in politics? No. Other than no, just it, a local it, level? No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Uh, I like local governance. I love local governance. Mm. Because when I lived in England, I saw the local governance at work. Mm. It's the basis yeah. of whatever politics we And so if there are no hinges to hold us up there, we will have problems. Right. And it's the local government. And I'm glad I'll tell you today, Lexus, if you want to help your community, hmm. you surely get to the assembly. You can do something for them. Right, right. I think that's where we should uh, see to it that I, my friends call me local government. Yeah. I did a lot of courses in local governments. Uh, local government. I went to Kimpa. They organized a, a lot of programs for those who yeah. can. The yeah. assemblies are full of high class people, they just don't talk, especially those who uh, were appointed. Yeah. The elected ones, you may say, are low, but some of them are, you know, in doom if you went to assembly, you know, we all went to assembly. I don't want to do politics uh, because I, I'm just a social worker. Mm. Uh, the intrigues of politics doesn't please me. It doesn't please you. Mm. The intrigues. Mm-hmm. It doesn't please me. And I'm sure now it's even worse when you look at our political system yes, now. Yes, yes. Right? The intrigues don't. They don't. What bothers you the most about our political setup? It is our um, lack of concern for the assemblies. I don't like the system the way it is now. Mm. The district chief executives don't have much to do, yeah, but they can have much to do if they are not on a string Mm. to be told what to do. Right. Yeah. And 
to tell you today, I chaired the board of Laboni for 13 good years. I had to go to the ministry and said, it's enough, please, let someone else come. <laughs> yes. And um, you'll see that if it is the assemblies mm -hmm. that look after the schools, that look after the markets, that look after the roads, the you know, in, in, uh, what you, urban roads yeah. and all these things, where are they now? Now you see they, they're crying. They, they build the schools, they control the schools, and they have problems in the schools. So there's, there's so much to be done at the local level. At the local level. And that is what will make the people happy. Yeah. In fact, it will stop half of the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The people who go on demonstration and... Uh, the protests. And the protests, it will yeah. stop half of it. Yeah. yeah. If the assemblies start working. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now, you have lived. Now you're retired. You're doing what you love, like you say. Would you say you're fulfilled? Um... Yes, I am. Because... Um, that took a bit long. No, it didn't take long. All, all, all my life, when I became aware of life itself, has been to lift others to a certain standard. Mm -hmm. In fact, that feeling was what sent me to the assembly. Okay. So I set up a charity, which is called Luban... Uh, outreach. Okay. Mine is a charity. It's not an NGO. Hmm. So that uh, I bled myself to give to others. I never collected a penny at the allowance uh, as an allowance. I always put it in looking after other people. And uh, it is so fulfilling. And I spent a little to lift um, the image of certain class of women mm. who cannot attain what they want to attain in life. Mm. Like a little loan just to start a little business. Yeah. Which I did from my own. Because I, I really didn't need that money, you know, because I was still working and I, I'm a businesswoman. I do a lot. In GBC, they call me Alatavami. <laughs> uh, I love trading. Okay. I sell everything in GBC. Wow. Anything I, I, I'll sell. I That's see. how my mom trained me. Hmm. Buy and sell. Yeah. Mm. What's your biggest regret? My biggest regret, I would lie to you, but I have none. Hmm. I have none. I accept what has come to me mm -hmm. in life. I'm a mother of five. Oh. Second graduates. I'm a grandmother of 13. Wow. Yes. What's the biggest lesson life has taught you? The biggest lesson is that when you love people, when you love yourself, try loving others. And it's so nice. Even when they hurt you, you think they are just mm. misbehaving. Mm. It's good to love. Mm. Mm. I love loving. 
<laughs> I love loving. I and like I'm that. so naive. Until I'm beating, mm. I wouldn't know what I'm into. I see. Mm. There's so many young people who look up to you. I mean, even in broadcasting, you've trained a lot of young people yes. as well. But generally, if you had to advise young women specifically, mm. what would you tell them? Well, if I have to advise young women, I'll tell them that uh, money doesn't come from above. <laughs> money comes from within. And that uh, it's not necessary to rely on others because you, you can make it without relying on others. Uh, you just have to be intuitive and listen to your inner voice. As long as you are healthy, you can make it. Mm. As long as you're healthy, you can make it. I wish one day young women wouldn't just demand, but they will give out more than they demand. Mm. I love that. Say that again. Mm. You wish one day young women would not demand, mm. but rather they would give out more. Mm. Mm. Yes. Because I've given half of my fortune to others. Young people, I've done operations. I've sent about 100 children to school. Uh, my, my field is, if you, those days when you didn't have the free education, for example. Mm. We had it free, though. In Muhammad's time, we had something like that. Uh, you don't pay as much as you pay in a private school or anything. And um, it was nice looking after them because now they have grown. Some are bankers, some are doctors, and they just wave, call me Mama Lou. Yeah. Mm, I go to the bank, and if that is my bank and he's there, he's all over me. <laughs> <laughs> but I make sure I don't ask him to borrow me. Yeah. No, I make sure. So I've done operations, I've set people up in their businesses, and I just enjoy doing that. But I've had spiritual experiences. That is why I enjoy it. It is very true, I have experienced it, that cast the bread upon the waters, mm. it comes. Okay. It truly comes. To Wabudu, Gunsuneni, Nadachibi, Gunsabeka. I've totally enjoyed spending time with you, Mama Lou. Uh, this, this is a great conversation. Um, yeah. Mabel Akubanase. She sends me a letter. She's so eloquent and intelligent, mm -hmm. you know. And there's a guy who says, "Is what Ghana GBC bluffo and England mixed mm -hmm. <laughs> guy." Yeah, I know the uh, the English is just. Uh, I had a director general. Mm. I wouldn't mention his name. And uh, when I retired at sixty, then the one department said, "Babalu, we won't let you go with all this." So they set up the senior citizens on first, um, uh, is it July? Yeah. Senior Citizens Day. Right. I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm. So we all go there, all the old broadcasters. Okay. So one day we were there. And then a gentleman came. He said, oh, this is this. He said, oh, nice meeting you. This is this. Nice meeting you. He said, this is... Lucy, but you say, Mama Lou. <laughs> 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 he told me how he ran 
to yeah. the radio when I'm presenting Radio Dance Time uh, with my producer Carl Ajiban Barnaman. Yeah. He ran with his towel. I said, Oh, so you come to be director general. Yeah. And quickly I went to him. I said, I want a job for my son who has just come from England. She did marketing. <laughs> Mama Lou, yeah. it's so nice listening to you. And we certainly would. Uh, mm-hmm. arranged to have you in here because we, we mm-hmm. need to you know get a bit more of your knowledge and and then mm-hmm. get to be imparted by you mm-hmm. i'm grateful that you made it today thank, thank you. you so much i'm happy to be here and god bless you so mm-hmm. much as well yeah i love your that your song um uh getting you closer to heaven eh? Uh, you know, joy has one oh, of these. Oh yes, 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 you yes, closer yes. Yeah. To heaven. yeah. Uh, oh, great! <laughs> I hope you get to heaven soon. Amen. Because there are so many stations now.